You're listening to The Vine Podcast, episode number 12. In this episode, I'm going to dive into my favorite ways to review the past year, set goals for the upcoming year, and reflect on what has worked or hasn't worked for growing your blog. Stay tuned. You love the time you get to spend creating content on your blog and connecting with your audience. But building a brand and working on your website, that's where it can feel overwhelming. With all of the lists out there of everything that you should do, sometimes you just feel like giving up. But friends, there's a better way. When you spend time strategically thinking about your blog, you'll discover what is essential to build a successful and sustainable business and what's not. I'm your host, Madison Weatherill, a WordPress web designer and branding strategist for food bloggers. I'm here to help you think strategically about the brand you're building, connect with your ideal audience, and ultimately convert them into raving fans, the ones who actually make your recipes, interact with you, and make this whole food blogging journey worth it. It's time to design a business you love and remember why you started a blog in the first place. So if you're listening to this as it airs, it is officially December and holiday madness is in full swing. It's now past the point where you get judged for having your Christmas tree up too early, holiday music is always playing, and the magic of the holiday season has totally set in. But aside from all of the holiday festivities, this time of year is my favorite for a few reasons that pertain to your business specifically. This is the time of year that we naturally start to wind down, we stop working around the clock on our blogs, and with that extra time, I often find myself naturally reflecting on the past year. Last year at this time when I started reflecting on my business, I started to notice a lot of things that ended up dramatically changing the way that my business would be for this current year. And I'm going to talk about that in a separate episode, but for now, I just want to talk about the fact that being able to review your year at the end of the year can really start to open your eyes to just so many things that might have happened in your business over the last year. So for now, I want to start by giving you some guidance on how you can review your year and specifically how you can review the last year for your blog. So the main things that we're going to talk about here are goals. Did you set any last year and how did you do on them? Kind of a general review of what you've been doing. Reviewing your content, reviewing the numbers like your finances and your traffic. And then finally, reviewing your emotions and how you feel about the past year. I'm going to be looking at these things through the lens of your business and your blog, but you can also tailor this to your personal life or at least reflect on these different areas within your personal life as well. So if you did set goals for your blog at the beginning of the year, I want you to go ahead and have those handy so that you can review them and see how you did. If you didn't set goals last year, that's okay. You can kind of skip over this section, but I want you to come back to this thought at the end of the episode when we talk about what you can do for next year. So if you set goals, but you didn't reach them, I want you to look at what the goal itself was. Was the goal measurable? Was it realistic? And if you didn't hit the goal, what might have been the reason that you didn't hit that goal? If you set goals and you reached them, were the goals something that you had to stretch yourself to achieve? Or were they just easy goals that were easy to check off of your list? Throughout this entire process of reviewing your year throughout this episode, I want you to commit to being very honest with yourself because if you cannot be honest about all of this, you're not going to be able to make changes for next year to continue growing and bettering your blog. Okay, so our next little section is going to be a general review of your business and your blog. This is an exercise that I did over the summer when I was doing a coaching program, and it really helped me to just see a lot of things. So we're going to start with reviewing everything that you're doing for your business right now. I want you to take out a piece of paper or a Google Doc, and I want you to write down every single thing that comes to mind. Literally everything that you do for your business should be on this list. You can categorize this into sections like marketing, so promoting your blog posts, sales, so pitching brands, promoting affiliate links, 
other things that directly correlate to you making money. Business growth, like attending conferences, working on courses, listening to podcasts, and finally content creation. So recipe development, food photography, videography, content writing. You can even put things like grocery shopping into this or prop shopping. As you're going through this list, I want you to go ahead and put a star next to the things that as you're writing them down, you feel really good about and you feel like they worked really well this year. We're going to come back and review this at the end of the episode, but for now, I just want you to write down all of those things that you can think of that you're doing in your business. And again, be really honest about this. If you're spending time scrolling on Instagram as part of your business time, then write that down. Okay, so let's review your blog content for the year. And I'm going to be asking you some questions that you can go back and answer, or if you want to pause this and answer the question in a Google Doc or whatever works for you. And some of these will just get you thinking about different things. So how many blog posts did you publish this last year? Which of those blog posts were your favorite to write? Maybe what sponsored content was your favorite? What blog posts did you get the most feedback on from your readers, either on social media, through comments, or maybe through reviews? You don't necessarily have to look up the stats for this. We'll do that in a minute, but you just want to review from memory and think about the posts that you can remember performing really well for one reason or another. As you look back in general over the content that you created over the last year, do you feel like your content was well-rounded? Did you cover enough content that furthered along your brand messaging and your niche? For this question, I find that most food bloggers fall into the category of not having enough content that really furthers along their brand messaging and their niche. So I would really challenge you to even look at the blog posts that you had over the last year and categorize on paper or just in your head which ones really furthered along that message, which ones were kind of those cornerstone content for your blog. Okay, now we're going to dive into the numbers and the analytics specifically. We're about to take a deep dive into Google Analytics, and you also want to get out however you track your business finances, whether that's a program that you use or just a spreadsheet, whatever that is, you want to have that handy. So Google Analytics, we're looking for trends and data here. What was your average monthly traffic? So you can take all 12 months and average it by 12, or you can look and see when you had huge spikes because of seasonal content or other things like that. When you had those page view spikes, Look and see whether it was seasonal or whether it was something like a pin going viral on Pinterest. In general, what were your top performing posts and where did the traffic from those specific posts come from? It's going to be really important to know this later, so you want to go ahead and note whether the traffic was organic or from Pinterest or Facebook or wherever it came from. And the other reason that this is really important is you really want to know whether or not the time you're spending on a certain platform is actually resulting in more traffic. So for example, if you have no posts that are doing well from Facebook, maybe your time isn't best spent promoting your stuff on Facebook. It's just an example we'll get to more later, but that's the reason that we want to be thinking about this. So you can break it down into Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and organic search traffic, unless you have something else that's driving a lot of traffic, but those are usually the top ones. Now go ahead and review your social media accounts. So whichever platforms you spend a lot of time on, I want you to review what your top content was for that. Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest all have analytics that you can easily review and see what your top performing pins or posts were. So take notes of what that content was and any trends that you see that are coming out, any types of content, or maybe it was the style of post that you used. If it was on Facebook, maybe it was a link or an image, that sort of thing. You want to just write down any observations that you have. Now you're going to review your finances, and this might be a little time consuming if your books aren't up to date. This is a really good time to take a few extra minutes or a couple of extra hours and catch up on those. But you want to start with looking at your total revenue, which is the total amount of money that came in. Then you want to look at the total expenses. Now you can look at this either for the entire year or you can look at it month by month, just depending on what makes sense for your business and the seasonality of it. 
Once you have those two numbers, you're going to subtract your expenses from your revenue, and now you're going to know what your profit was. When you're looking at your income, I want you to take note of what types of income you had. Sponsored content, ad income, freelance work, etc. And then what percentage of the whole year were each of these types of income? Now, if you have a really detailed spreadsheet or a program like QuickBooks that you can sort your income by, then you might be able to look at this and figure out the exact percentage or numbers. But if not, it's okay. Just have a ballpark idea of what percentage of your income came from different things. If your income mostly comes from ads and sponsored content, maybe go to your ad dashboard and see what your income was for that, and then you'll know the rough percentages for the other. It's also really good to look at this and figure out when you might have had really big dips in your income so that next year you can plan for that. For example, if you know over the summer your RPMs drop and you don't have a lot of ad income, maybe that's a time that you want to try to get more sponsored content during that time or focus your efforts in a different way. So looking at your expenses... You can look at just one month of your expenses if you want, or again, if you have a way to really easily sort all of your expenses, you can look at the year overall. But you also want to make sure that you write down any annual expenses, like your hosting, your domain, any software that you might have, like Adobe or Canva Pro, keyword research tools, and then outsourcing and contractors. And I think it's really helpful to, again, kind of break this down into percentages so you can see how much of your expenses are coming from those different things. You want to make note of as you're looking at the year overall you might have certain months where your expenses were really high and maybe those were months where you outsourced more or you had a big software like adobe come out and it was your yearly amount so now we're going to start looking at what worked and what didn't work this year now that you've looked at these different parts of your business you may already have some gut instincts of things that worked well or didn't work well And again, I just want to really encourage you to be totally honest about this as you're reviewing. There is really no point in doing this exercise if you're not willing to be honest with yourself, even if it's a little uncomfortable. I want you to take that list of everything that you're doing in your business, and I want you to read it over again. I want you to really pay attention to the things you're spending time on for your business. Are they directly resulting in income for you? Or are these just things that you feel like you should do? This can also be things that you're spending a lot of time on that don't result in increased traffic for you. And I want to make this note especially because I know some of you listening may not be making a lot of income from your blog, but I want you to make sure that the things that you're spending your time on are really resulting in some big change for your blog, whether that's traffic or income or engagement with your readers. Regardless of where you're at with your food blog, it's important to really recognize what is important to you. These tasks that are on your list, they really should be resulting in something like connecting more with your readers, directly correlating to more income or more traffic, which as your blog grows and you can work with ad networks, that leads to income as well. Reviewing these things is going to help you make changes for next year that will help you grow your blog in a more impactful way. So I want to address some of these feelings that might be coming up for you as you review this. You might be reviewing this list and you might feel really excited about this last year for your blog. Maybe you're looking over this list and you're feeling really bummed. Trust me, I get it. I have been there. Like I said, I'll touch on that in another episode, but everyone is a little bit different when they process emotions, but I want to really encourage you to just not overlook your feelings and your thoughts when you're reviewing your business. It's really easy to feel like we have to just push those feelings aside, but this is not a corporate job. This is your business and you should feel happy about the progress that it's making and the direction that you're taking your business. So if you're looking over this list and feeling a lot of anxiety or a lot of stress from it, take note of that so that you can make changes so that next year when you review your blog, you're not feeling this way again. I want you to really dig deep into why you're feeling the way that you're feeling. If you're feeling discouraged, which element of this review is making you feel discouraged and how can you make a change to make that better next year? 
if you're feeling excited and great about this last year, what specific numbers or data is making you feel that way? For some of you that have smaller blogs, that might not be your traffic or your income. Maybe it's the impact that you're making with your readers, and that is so important. If you really don't let yourself feel while you're reviewing these results, it's going to be really hard to make changes that will help you grow, but will also help you love your business more, which I am super passionate about each and every one of you loving the business that you're running. It's really easy to get swept up in all of the should do's that you have to do as a blogger, but this exercise will hopefully really show you that some of those should do's are not moving your business forward at all. For me, when I was reviewing my food blog, I realized that Facebook was driving absolutely zero traffic. Less than 0.1% of my traffic was coming from Facebook. So I let that go. It wasn't driving any results and it was taking a ton of time away from my business and my family. And when you do this review, you're going to be able to see whether things are correlating to traffic and income. And if they're not, I really want to challenge you to just be willing to let it go. The next few episodes, I'm going to really be helping you reflect on your year and making plans for next year, and I hope that I can help you to shift your mindset on growing your business. I'm going to share some insights into my business and how things have changed over this past year and how this year ended up being my best year ever without setting out to necessarily have those goals and reach them. And I'm going to share some reasons that I think that happened, and I hope that will inspire you when you're starting to plan for next year. I want you to take those goals out that you set at the beginning of this year, if you set them. If not, I want you to also take an opportunity to review your year and set realistic, challenging, and measurable goals for the next year ahead. I think it's really hard to really measure your progress in your business when you don't have things like goals to help you figure out if you're on track or not. And it's really easy to go a whole year without ever reviewing any of these things. And then all of a sudden at the end of the year, you're trying to play catch up and review everything. And you know it's better to do that than to do nothing at all. But having those goals in place are really going to help you to feel better about your business, grow your business more efficiently, and ultimately have a more strategic business that is doing what you want it to do. So as you review this list, I want to challenge you to set one to three goals for next year, and you can set them and make them specific to your income, specific to your traffic, or you can say maybe... You know, if you're a smaller blog or you really want to connect more with your readers, maybe you set a goal to connect with a certain amount of readers every month or to get a certain amount of comments on your blog posts every month. I know those seem like goals that you can't really control, but they are there are things that you can do to encourage people to engage in your content and become loyal readers. So to end today's episode, I want to ask you two final questions that I want you to think on as you review your content and as you start planning for the next year. What pivots do you need to make in order for your business to grow? And finally, what worked really well last year? I want you to pick out at least one thing that you feel like you did really well in your business so that you can continue working on that and continue capitalizing on that momentum. I want to leave you with one final quote that I heard the other day when I was listening to the audio version of Free to Focus by Michael Hyatt. The quote itself is from Andy Stanley, and it says, everybody ends up somewhere in life, a few people end up somewhere on purpose, and those are the ones with vision. I really want to challenge you guys to have vision for your blog for next year. I want to challenge you to set goals, to stretch yourself, and to make next year the best year ever for your blog. I hope these next few episodes are going to help you find purpose in your business and to start making a plan for next year to be the best year ever. We'll talk soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would love for you to screenshot it and share it with a friend. You can tag me on Instagram stories at Grace and Vine. For the show notes for this episode, head to thevinepodcast.com. Talk soon. Talk soon.